The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 6th of September. In your Squiz today, we take you through what's behind our growing economy. Four stars or more for Uber users. The company now worth over a trillion dollars. The World Health Organisation reminds us to keep up the exercise and a song for New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinta Ardern. This is your Squeeze Today. Claire, let's start with some good news. Our economy, as you put it in the email, has put in a John Millman-style performance and it has served us the best rate of annual growth for almost six years. It's had a really great run in the June quarter, which is <laughs> uh, April, May, June, and those figures were reported yesterday. And what happened was the economy grew by 0.9%, taking the annual growth rate of our economy to 3.4%. And everyone was expecting it to be below 3%. So it's really a, a big uh, improvement and a really fantastic result. What drove this? Seems to be household spending and what that means is, you know, pretty much what we're, we're shilling out of our incomes around food and recreation and cultural activities, but also, you know, renovations and, you know, just money that we're spending and Victoria and South Australia particularly were strong and, and drove that growth. Well, I did pick up though that our saving habits have changed. So in 2008, our savings as a ratio to income was more than 10%. It's now down to 1%. So we're spending, but we're not saving. And what that is um, really about is that wages aren't going up. So what um, experts are saying is that our spending is in part being financed by our savings. And, of course, it's an issue when um, when we don't have enough money in the bank for a rainy day and wages growth, which is particularly low and only really just keeping up with inflation, uh, is, a, is a good deal to do with that. Mm. Um, I'm still confused about this whole au pair Peter Dutton saga. Now they're all off to the polo or something. I'm so confused. <laughs> What's going on? Look, and who doesn't need a bit of Argentinian polo players in their lives, I think? Um, oh, so <laughs> kudos to AFL boss Gil McLaughlin for introducing this into what can sometimes be a fairly bleak political environment. Um, yeah, so in the Senate inquiry yesterday, which is looking into Peter Dutton's um, granting of tourist visas to a couple of um, au pairs, uh, McLaughlin was asked about whether he intervened in any other cases and he said yes through his government relations manager. Uh, he had asked the question about whether a friend of a friend had had a visa granted because they were coming to Australia to work for a couple of weeks and turns out that happened to be an Argentinian polo player and uh, for the for the technical issue of it, the visa had already been granted before the, his inquiry had been made. So I don't think there's anyone suggesting that anything untoward happened, but it's just interesting that he moves in um, in certainly a fairly exotic social circle. Yeah, well, speaking of exotic circles, UK PM Theresa May has named the two Russian men that British authorities believe were responsible for that nerve agent attack on former double agent Sergei Skripal and his daughter Yulia. They're military intelligence service agents from Russia and, yeah, it's um, going to have to go through all sorts of international protocols now to see what happens next because Russia doesn't extradite its citizens uh, and um, they're going to have to keep a close eye on them 
and if they ever leave the country, what can be done to get them to the UK to face those charges. Now, we all know we get raided when we use Uber, as does the driver. Officially now, though, you won't be able to use the service without four stars or more. Is this tough call or pretty fair? Well, for drivers and I guess for just the the general um, reputation and safety of the platform, what Uber is saying is that, you know, they can only really take on passengers who uh, behave well, who don't vomit in cars, who don't abuse drivers, and I guess that's fair enough. So they've released some community guidelines yesterday. All right. So four stars or more, that's it. That's it. On our best behaviour. And Amazon is now worth $1 trillion. I don't even know how many zeros that is. Yeah, it's it's a lot of zeros. <laughs> um, it's the second company to pass that mark for uh, for an American company. Apple did it a little bit earlier this year and CNN, uh, I thought, was a, a good quote saying that it's really a remarkable statement of how quickly a 24-year-old company has yeah, grown. It's, it's and, relatively young, I guess. Yeah, absolutely, particularly when you think about the sort of companies that have been around forever, you know, mining and manufacturing and, yeah. you know, big old companies but 24 years old and certainly um, it seems that investors have um, a great deal of confidence in its um, potential. And we've got to get moving. Claire, we just aren't active enough. Is that the, the message? Well, I think you're doing okay, but I've, I probably need to pick up my end, I think. Uh, <laughs> Not we, you and me. <laughs> we oh, the I people. Can. Oh, well, we the people. Yes, we the people definitely need to get um, moving a bit more. Yes, um, Australia ranked 97 out of 168 countries in a World Health Organization study uh, and um, showed that a third of Australian women um, were inactive and 27% of men were inactive. So we're doing a bit better than some other other countries like the United States, but certainly we've got to get, um, I think it's 150 minutes of um, fairly vigorous activity every week. You know what the Squiz Today podcast is great for? What's that? The morning walk. Oh, there you go. Or at the there gym or... Yeah. And what's the subject line today? The subject line today is last night a DJ saved my life and that has to do Ooh. with uh, the boss of um, Goldman Sachs. He's been outed as a as a DJ. He hit the decks at a party and was snapped and apparently it's something he does once a month. But, yeah, wow. the other one, of course, we probably could have found. There's a hilarious link in the email this morning to um, the president of Nauru uh, who wrote a song for Jacinda Ardern and sang it to her while they were at the Pacific Islands Forum yesterday. <laughs> Not at all awkward, I'm sure. <laughs> that is great. Oh, I actually haven't clicked. I'm going to click on that immediately and have a look. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you, you, she smiled. So, yeah, she she's, smiled. A di- she's a diplomat. <laughs> yeah, all, all in a day's work. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. If you like it, as we always say, please share it um, on social media. Give us a rating on iTunes uh, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And jump into the Squeeze Today email. There's $100 to go to someone who opens that every day this week to spend at Seller Masters. And we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner. 
BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.